0: Brought to you by Stella Oak Financial. Our clients work in retirement because they choose to, not because they have to. Please visit our website at stellaoak.nm.com. Coronavirus has truly shaken and changed the world in many ways as everyone is adjusting to the new normal. With graduation ceremonies moved online or postponed, the class of 2020 has not gotten to enjoy a typical celebration for their hard work. They also have the added difficulty of entering the workforce at a time when unemployment is skyrocketing and the economy has an uncertain future. That's why for this week, we put together a small compilation of our Maven's advice for recent grads. Up first, we have Hiram Chodish, who, after receiving his law degree from Yale and practicing law for a few years, left to go teach and is now the president of Claremont McKenna College. Here, he shares his advice to recent grads.
1: So, Hiram, what, what is the, the advice that you typically uh, give graduating seniors as they begin the, the workforce?
2: When graduates are first entering the workforce and taking on their new job, they're understandably nervous, insecure, uh, worried about uh, what they're going to do, what it's gonna be like, how they can be successful. and that nervousness often puts them in a position where they're focused on themselves and doing the right thing and not making mistakes. And one of the pieces of advice that I give recent graduates is to put their attention on others and to try to figure out what the people they're working for need from them and how to align their work in the most positive way uh, with what is needed from them. And that will help often take attention away from them selves and put it on those around them by asking lots of questions about what people they're working for really value and how they want things done and to just let their curiosity flow over that um, with lots of questions, but also to align their energy their investment and their herbs that they expend every day with what uh, their employers, what that organization needs and what its mission is.
1: What's interesting about that is as you know we're always interviewing new people to come work at our firm and you know if they focus on their resume and their background which is usually a couple years of volunteer experience maybe a job here or there uh usually it's not that impressive when they're in school and so I'm always more impressed when they start asking us a lot more questions about our goal and and what drives us so it sounds like you're you're referring them to the same thing that is interesting for employers to hear about. So when you're when you're kind of giving this advice and you're saying, "Hey, focus on the companies." Are you telling them to do research before they go on a job interview about the companies that they're well, looking for?
2: Well, well research is always good, but I think it's the focus of what the social or other product is that the company or employer is trying to produce. I think sometimes it gets lost in the uh, minutia of the job or the internal administrative hierarchies of the job. So, for example, I was, you know, I had worked before I went to law school, but when I started as a young lawyer, I, I felt it was very important that I Uh, view myself as working for the client and not just for the partner. Uh, If you uh, take on a, a position where you're working only for the partner, you lose sight of what you're trying to do together for the client. And I found that an empowering way to focus on the service that I was expected to provide. And also, it took pressure off of that hierarchical relationship where I was much more ready and able to challenge authority to challenge assumptions to take responsibility because my goal was not just working for the partner but providing a really high quality solution to a client
0: up next we have Dr. Amir Folkshore a neurosurgeon who specializes in a multidisciplinary approach to spinal and cranial disorders he speaks on how he stays grounded through self-care
1: is there any um, advice that you would give a young neurosurgeon or someone who's starting out in that field? Is there any advice that you would give them as they think about the next, or even a doctor, or it could be another type of profession, but any, any advice that you would give to somebody coming out of school and trying to follow in the, in the footsteps of, of uh, medicine?
2: I, yeah, I would I would say it doesn't even just apply to medicine. I mean, um, I think everything can be looked upon from the standpoint of your nervous system and your your ability to modify your thoughts and perception, or at least engage them at a level. So from an artist to uh, an, a, an investment banking CEO to a doctor, we uh, budget our energy based on our brain health. And if we keep our brain healthy, and there's many, you know, there's a huge conversation around that. I think we will perform better, and I think brain optimization for self-care will translate to a better societal care and will be a more empathetic and, and a more effective society.
0: Last but certainly not least, we have the CEO and founder of Intern Queen, a platform dedicated to connecting qualified college-age students to internships in their field, Lauren Berger. Here, she shares her advice for college students looking to begin their careers.
1: Before we, we part ways, I'm just curious if there's any other advice that you would like to share or also, um, you know, if someone wants to connect with you listening to this podcast or like, you know what, I want to I want to be I want to meet uh, Lauren or I want to talk to her about the internship or, you know, whatever it might be. What's the best way if they want to connect with you and then uh, any other advice that you might have?
3: Yeah, Um. so to connect with me, my personal email is lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, at internqueen.com, and I'm happy, you know, if anybody wants to reach out, another great way to um, connect with me is Instagram, at internqueen, and um, yeah, I think my only, like, last piece of advice would be that, you know, I started my own business, it's called internqueen, there was obviously nothing like this before I started it. And there's been a lot of rejection along the way. And I think a big misconception about entrepreneurship and life in general is that the rejections are only when you're younger. You know, once you get into the real world, the rejection stops. And that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm rejected every single day, multiple times a day. And I'm rejected even more today because I put myself out there so much. So, you know, rejection doesn't mean never. It just means not right now. I believe in the hustle and the strong follow-up game. And I really think that anything is possible. So for anybody listening, you know, you got this, like you can do it. I'm happy to help if I can. And uh, please connect with me.
1: It's so great to know that there's people out there like Lauren that are, that are giving students and and people the opportunities uh, that they never had before. And this is an awesome Uh, business has been around for almost 10 years and she's crushing it. So anyways, with that, thank you guys for listening. This has been Estella Oak Maven's podcast.